Welcome to Monday's Mitch Podcast. I'm Mitch Newman, and I am determined to provide you with the best of the best state-of-the-heart tools and techniques to support you in redefining, reframing, and reigniting. That's a lot of re's. That flame inside of you that will propel you to your next levels of success. Together, we're going to explore and do a deep dive into really all aspects of conscious leadership and what it really takes to lead oneself and others at this higher level of consciousness with the intention and the outcome of creating maximum impact and contribution in all areas of your life. We will laugh, most definitely cry, the good cry, of course, hopefully, and without a doubt, discover the magic that exists inside of each and every one of you. So, if you're not afraid of the unknown, let's get to it. Well, there you are. You decided to come back. (laughs) Or maybe you're here for the first time. I don't know. I'm just excited that you're here. My name is Mitch Newman, and this is another hopefully rich episode of my Mondays and Mitch podcast where we break down components of conscious leadership, how we consciously lead ourselves and subsequently lead other people, uh, regardless if that's by choice. Sometimes we find ourselves leading other people, not thinking that we're leading. And other times it's very deliberate. It's very intentional. We're in business. We're leading teams of people, lots of different personalities, uh, sometimes different cultures. So we have to have certain considerations around what conscious leadership might be looking like depending upon a language barrier. There's just a lot of, lot of depth to it, right? A lot of depth to it. But I want to talk about something today that just resonates really strongly with me. And, and I noticed that I do it automatic now, which is a great thing when you, when you, when you get to a certain place in mastery and it's, it's obviously always ongoing, but when you get to that place where it's, it's automatic and all of a sudden it gets pointed out to you that you're doing it and you're like, Oh, yeah, I, I guess I do do that. And it's really the art of, of what I call reframing. And what is reframing? Reframing is the, uh, first and foremost, it's a choice because <laughs> you don't have to do it. Nobody's forcing you to do it. But it's taking a situation. It's taking a cer- circumstance. It's taking an experience and flipping it, choosing to see it through a different lens, see it through uh, – a lens that allows you to go more places and do more things and contribute more and live a life, what I would say, a live a life of greater purpose to really be on point with your intentions. The other way is to kind of do what you've always done to say what you've always said and to experience what you've always experienced, which is fine. I don't have anything on it. I have zero judgment around it provided you're okay with it, provided that a status quo life, provided that more of the same is good for you, contentment is good for you, versus wanting to like take it to a whole other level. And one of the things I think is super important in, in the process of doing that is to understand where we get stuck in our thinking and how we catch ourselves to be able to offer up that reframe. So I'll give you an example, and it's it, – I'll give you a couple examples. But one in particular happened the other day. I had gone to a new dentist, and there was a form that they wanted me to fill out with all the information. And there was an interesting question at the bottom, which was really what is my – how would I describe my dental 
um, history uh, from a mental and emotional experience. And one was complete freak out, you know, it's the dentist and all the way to, I love it here, you know, <laughs> and, and everything in between. So my initial instinct, because in the past I had dental anxiety, notice how I said in the past, I had dental anxiety. So my initial instinct was to go with that and to circle that and kind of played it out in my head that, you know, she would be reviewing my chart while I'm sitting there in the chair and she said, oh, you have dental anxiety. And I'd say, oh, and then I would be able to tell all the stories from my past and where it started as a child and the dentist I went to when I was a kid and how scared I was and how I, I gripped the chair when I'm there and I don't even realize it and I'm so tense and it's in my chest. And I, all these different stories I was prepared to tell. And then I caught myself. I said, no, I'm not, I am not doing this. I am not going here. And I didn't go all the way to the, I love it here. I went, I'm okay. You know, I'm good. I'm at the dentist. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good to be here. And I circled that and I eliminated all the stories in my mind and I forgot about it. And I had actually a really great experience in the dentist chair. As far as <laughs> one can have a great experience in the dentist chair. Still not my favorite place. So that's okay. But what I did was is I reframed the experience into something more positive. I decided that I'm going to release the old stories. I'm going to release the old sensations and feelings in my body. Stop projecting ahead the conversation that I was going to have with the dentist about all of it. And just let it go. And just create space and create opening for something new to appear. And it was a graceful and easy process. And that was something new to appear. So that was a situation of reframing an experience that I had in my mind, that I've had in the past, and even to the point of reframing it so I didn't have to tell the stories again. I didn't have to get all worked up again, being funny about my dental anxiety and, and all of that. I just let it go. And other times it's, it's reframing situations and circumstances and experience where I'll catch myself telling a story that's heading down a certain path that's not necessarily going to serve where I want to go, but really is a reflection of where I've been. And I'll just catch myself and I'll say, stop. And I'll literally in that moment, change the direction, change the course, change the energy, shift it all and turn it into something uplifting and positive. I've done it around business. I've done it in my marriage. I've done it with my kids where I catch myself about to go down an old path and I reframe the experience in something new and send it in a direction of where I want to go, where I believe it's possible to go. And it's amazing that process and how it happens. Now, here's the cool part of all of this is that once you start to identify that you have the choice, one, to do it, and two, the ability to do it, meaning that you can flip something on its side and turn it in the direction of where you want to go versus where you came from, provided you want to create new experiences, you can actually do that with other people. So when you are leading other people, they're going to be people that will call you and they'll be call you to complain about something. There's always going to be those folks looking for an ally, looking for a partner in crime about how the world is against me. And it's amazing what happens when people do that and all of a sudden you're listening and you're really hearing what they can't hear just yet. 
and you're seeing a way to turn the story that they're sharing with you of woe and misery into upliftment, into growth, into progress. And it's a beautiful process. Once you start to understand it and do it for yourself and you start to find ways to do it for other people while it's happening, like in the moment, it is a, it is a wondrous experience to watch someone light up when you do it. So somebody may, you may say to somebody, somebody call you up and say, or maybe you're standing in front of this and yeah, it's just really crazy. You know, I've got all these bills and I've got all these expenses and I've just been really just bogged down with everything. And it's like this, this debt is really hanging heavy over my head and, and they're just heading down a path and you're sitting there listening and, and you want to be empathetic to somebody's experience. We want to allow everybody the dignity of their process and experience. And then there's sometimes there's a moment, there's a pause, there's an opportunity and you can literally say, can I tell you what I'm hearing? Now, I don't know anybody that's going to cut you off and say no. And you're asking permission. Can I tell you what I'm hearing? And when they say yes, you go, what I'm hearing is that this whole concept of debt, this whole concept of lack, you're done with it. Like it's in the past. I'm really hearing that you're ready to step forward into a place of abundance day in and day out and really create the life of your dreams. Is that accurate? And if you're paying attention while you're saying something like that, you're watching their energy shift. You're literally watching their posture. They're slunched over when they're having this conversation. And all of a sudden, you're actually lifting them up. And all of a sudden, they're like, it's like you're inflating a balloon. And all of a sudden, they're standing a little bit taller. And all of a sudden, there's a little, maybe a little smile on their face. You've asked permission. You've turned it in a direction of really where they want to go. Because the truth is, is they really are done with it. That's why they're talking about it. They're really ready to be done with it. But now we got to give them a little lift. So you turn it for them. You reframe it for them. And then at the end, you say, is that accurate? And they go, well, yes, that's exactly what, that's exactly right. So now you've completely turned what would have been, woe is me, misery loves company. Can you believe this is happening to me? Into something where all of a sudden they're connected to the possibility. Now, it's not a manipulation because a manipulation would be some false sense. They wouldn't be able to relate to you. They'd cut you off and say, no, that's not what I'm saying. The simple fact that they agreed with you, the simple fact that their energy changed, their physiology changed right in front of you, tells you that that exists inside of them. That's, that, that's a goal and an aspiration, and perhaps they haven't given themselves enough credit for wanting it or thinking it's even possible, but you just reminded them and you reflect, reflected back to them that it's possible by simply reframing an old story, a tired old story, into something new and exciting and sending them in the direction of their dreams. And then you can follow it up once they agree with you. You can say, so what do we need to do and how can I best support you so that we can stay in this energy field and keep you driving forward in this direction? What are some ideas you think we can do? What are some of the things that you think you might be able to do on your own? Start a conversation that's about solution now. Now that you've lifted them back up and you've, and you've reignited that spark inside of them, now let's talk about solutions. And you may have some ideas. They may go, you know, I'm not really sure. I just know I like this a lot better. You go, well, I have a thought or two. Would you be open to hearing it? Once again, asking permission. 
So now only not, not only are you fortifying them and reframing them and they're in acceptance and agreement, now they're open to feedback. Now they're open to suggestions. Now they're open to solutions because you know what? In that moment right now, when that happens, they're loving that energy that's coursing through their body. They're loving that feeling that they have in that moment and they want more of it. They want more of it. So we want to give it to them. So reframing, there is an art form to it. There is a a mastery principle to it. And once you understand the value of it for yourself, once you understand that you're capable of shifting your situation, your circumstance, your story, and giving it new life and giving it new meaning that, that takes you in the directions of your goals and aspirations to outcomes that you want to, that you seek and want to be a part of. Now, all of a sudden, you go, wow, that works. So if it works for me, I'm no different than anybody else. What if I could support somebody in that process? What if as a leader, I could be mentoring and coaching someone to be able to do that? And then you talk about the experience. Did you see what we just did there? Do you see how we just shifted the story? Yeah, I see it. Does this feel better than the original story that you started with? Yeah, it does. It's a huge difference. Great. Well, I want to continue to support you in this. And I'm also, and this is key, because in, in conscious leadership, we're always looking for the next leader. I want you to practice this more and more for yourself so that when others come to you with a woe is me story, that you can be empathetic and you can listen to them, but you can also then support them in reframing them as well and reframing the experience as well for them and with them. And then when you make that shift with them, you'll explain to them why you did this. And is this what's, do you want more of this? Great, great. Now, your responsibility is also now as you get more comfortable with this process internally and within your own life, within your own world. Now you're also, also want to be able to do that for other people. Can you make that commitment to me? Now the next leader finds the next leader finds the next leader. And now we find that we're listening less and less to these stories of woe or me. And when we are, it's for a much shorter period of time. We're allowing somebody to dignity of their own process and experience. But we're also realizing that in this moment, we can flip this. And the reason you know that can happen is because you've done it for yourself. I had a whole different experience in the dentist chair the other day. Completely different than I've ever had before. I didn't have to come up with jokes about dental anxiety and have to tell stories and go through my repertoire of experiences. It was gone in an instant, in a moment. Why? Because I simply decided to reframe the experience in a direction that would serve me and serve a higher outcome because more of the same was no longer okay. Continuing down that path no longer made sense to me. And if I'm going to be as a leader, a source of inspiration for others, I have to be doing my own work. I have to be walking my own talk. People will see through that a mile away when you're not. I want to be, as they talk about in your businesses often, to be the be a product of the product. I want to be a, a product of the experience. If I'm sharing something with you as a coach, as a mentor, as a leader, you're going to need to know that I practice that. Otherwise, the stickiness won't last. 
it may bounce off completely. You may not even take it even remotely to heart, whatever I say. But when you hear my voice and you really get, and you'll know, people know, that the other person is actually sharing something and is a part of something that they actually participate in, then everything changes. And we realize that we have the power to reframe these old stories and these old experiences and these old situations and turn them in the direction of our aspirations. Turn them in the direction of our future. Because the past is the past is known. We've done that. We've mastered that. The beauty is moving forward. The beauty is the unknown. That's where the magic is found. So don't hesitate to reframe yourself. Catch yourself. Pause. Take a breath. Go through the experience. And then share that gift with other people. And watch how you and others grow. I'm Mitch Newman. We'll see you again next time. Hey, so if you like this episode, make sure to subscribe to this podcast so, you know, we can hang out every Monday. You can also follow me on Instagram at Life's a Mitch. And if you feel so inspired, make sure to tag me in your stories. I really appreciate hearing from people who are listening in. So if you have any ideas, any feedback, any questions, don't be shy. Please send them along. Who knows? Something you share or suggest may spark a future episode. So until next week, remember, life's a Mitch and then you thrive. 